you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where we are now on officially the road to 1,000 subs, where if we get to 1,000 subs, we will do some sort of hot pepper challenge where we'll both look like assholes trying to well, eat hot peppers. Well, I mean, I'll peppers. say this. Well, I don't think we need to necessarily restrict ourselves to the peppers themselves. I think the hot wings idea is good because what are those spiced with? Peppers. Yeah, hot right. Sauce made from peppers. Yeah. So I think it's just more, you know, anything super spicy. All right. Well, I'll change the little graphic that I made up there to hot something challenge, hot stuff challenge. You know, the thing we're talking about, Eddie Gilbert. Anyways, NXT, Triple X, NXT 30, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, is in the books. Uh, We got uh, a whole wide range, a whole variety of matches, Larson. Uh, We're sort of seemingly, officially, especially with this particular takeover, and it'll be interesting to see if it reverts in the future, but this is the first one that had, it, it wasn't designed specifically to put on five-star Dave Meltzer-friendly matches in a row, it was looking to appeal to maybe a wider audience with the McAfee thing, um, maybe with a different type of NXT star like Karrion Kross. Um, uh, We have a new NXT champion with Karrion Kross uh, in a main event that uh, we'll have plenty to talk about, as you said earlier. Um. Yeah. Th- th- uh, not only do we have new NXT champions, new North American champion as well. Of course, yeah. So, title changes all over the place. Yeah, for the other two. It, it, it does. <laughs> it does seem. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it does seem like maybe to widen the scope of NXT to maybe make it more appealing to a wider audience. They're going in this direction now. For all I know. Uh, the next takeover might revert back to, well, as long as Cross is champion, we're not going to be expecting five-star affairs. That's that's for certain. Um, but appealing to the audience that, you know, that th- those few years of takeover when they were must-watch based on the wrestling quality, mm-hmm. those days might be gone. I don't, what, what are your thoughts on well, that? I don't know if they're gone for... I, I, I doubt they're gone in totality. It's probably a situation where it's uh, it's... As you mentioned, uh, variety, and they're going to offer up 
you know, a little bit of everything for everybody. Uh, maybe. I mean, that, that's an optimistic way of looking at things now. Uh, we got our celebrity appearance with Pat McAfee having the match against Adam Cole, which is surprisingly pretty darn good. Uh, McAfee comported himself pretty darn well in the ring. Um, and then we had, you know, what uh, in, in, in the chat for our reaction live stream, someone described the main event as a main roster main event. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's an unfair comparison. No. Um, it's definitely not of the same caliber that we're used to for a lot of takeover main events, but you know, it's, it's something different. It maybe it's to, 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 to broaden the scope of NXT, maybe uh, hopefully get it in front of more people, you know, cause not everybody likes the, 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 all the false finishes, you know, all the high flying moves, all the creativity, if you will. Um, some people like uh, matches that seem like a, like a real fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, I'm not necessarily going to say the main event was that, you know, the best example of that, but that seemed to be the direction more so they were going as opposed to uh, Johnny Gargano basically being hit by a bus. Yeah. And still kicking out. Yeah. Um, so, again, that's an optimi optimistic way of looking at it. Uh, there's a lot of parts in the main event. Um, you know, this was kind of the real litmus test for Karrion Cross to see if he can deliver on the stage of TakeOver um, against Keith Lee, who's capable of putting on excellent matches with just about anybody. Um, and again, it wasn't what we have grown accustomed to when it comes to takeover main events. You know, it's not going to get five stars from Meltzer. Um, uh, you know, it, it was very much an old-fashioned uh, uh, match focused on working a body part, wearing your opponent down, and hitting the move that ends up getting you the W. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, you know, and that's not for everybody in this day and age. And also, it's, you know, if, if you grew really accustomed to NXT's way of doing things during you could argue their heyday 2018 2019 um you know this was not that yeah at all yeah yeah you know whether cross is capable of doing that or not or that's just not the style they want him to wrestle or both who knows yeah it, it's it it's an itch it, it would be an interesting story to know um if when you know wwe because obviously we heard the stories of WWE and AEW both really wanted to get their hands on on Killer Cross at the time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, and you know evidently, obviously WWE promised him the moon. Uh, unfortunately, Cameron for Cameron Grimes, Carrying uh, Cross gets the moon and not him tonight. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, I, I wonder if part of their part of them going to network TV was and who knows if this is uh, uh, Vince's. At, at his direction or if this is something that Triple H, um, you know, Triple H a while ago and and several times he would illustrate the difference between main roster and NXT as, you know, the difference between top 40 radio and uh, I guess uh, whatever. Like indie bands. India, like yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I wonder if if at this point given that NXT has developed, it has grown and it is, and it has a much bigger spotlight on it now with the USA network. Um, I mean, if they were, if they were doubling AEW and the demo and the ratings and all that kind of stuff, would we see this shift? Is this something that is, is happening to counter AEW or to, or to grow NXT into the vision that triple H has long said that, you know, is unfinished. Mm -hmm. Um, it's an interesting story to to maybe try to understand and maybe one day find out. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, it, it does seem like it's a bit different NXT. We still have some really terrific matches. There were some really, really terrific matches on here. Plenty of our plenty, plenty of the friendos in the chat enjoyed the main event. Um, yeah, really wasn't really my I, cup of tea, to be honest. Yeah, with you, I mean, I, I didn't think I didn't think it was bad. I, I just think, you know, it, it obviously wasn't your typical takeover main event fair. I didn't think it was a bad match. The finish was a little kind of out of nowhere. Um, it there felt- was some there was some drama maybe lacking from certain aspects of it in terms of because you get cross who's pretty good with facial stuff obviously he's got a very animated over the top kind of expressions he he does all the time keith lee's good about uh storytelling via his face too and there was plenty of that throughout the match just felt like there was something missing in that respect at the end i felt my my personal take on it is i mean i'll be honest man It, it to me it felt like a like a main roster pay per view mid card match, and the only reason why it felt bigger is because the build was actually really good. The build to this match was really good, and that the the, the Metallica video recap was excellent. And yeah, so coming really into it, when you build enough, coming into it, it's got big match feel. Once they get into the meat of it, this is a sloppy ass match. I mean, th- this kind of just felt like amateur hour from it from from carrying cross. It wasn't great. And I mean, um, people what we're talking about, you know, Keith Lee looked off. He looked slow. I just kind of think that's maybe the, the quality of the wrestling of his opponent, to be honest with you. Like, that's, that's, I don't know. That's and what I saw. I wonder if part of it, too, is. So early on, the the story of I guess we'll just could dive right into the main event. We'll go with beat for beat, but we'll go over the major stuff. Yeah, uh, sure. Early on, the story was Cross realizing, all right, Lee is a different caliber of everybody else he's faced before. Right out of the gate. And it took uh, Cross taking advantage of the opportunity of driving Lee into the ring post to turn the table so he had the advantage. And they started working over his arm. Um, this is something I, I, I mentioned during the, the, the bit with Dijak, you know, when he turned blue. So the bit where he kicked him while he's in between the ring steps, that was great. But I thought once he got in the ring, was laying forearms with him, I felt like that should have been more violent. And, you know, it, it's subjective. You thought it was fine because he was just really, you know, laying in with some stiff forms, but they weren't a lot. It was like three before he locked in the, the cross jacket. Uh, there was never really th- that moment in this match where you felt like carrying uh, cross could just absolutely unload on Keith Lee. And, and I understand they don't want to make Keith Lee look weak, but imagine this, if cross had hit that second rope Saito suplex, which ultimately won the match for him, and rather than pinning him there, followed them up with some ground and pound, you know, I mean, I mean, I, it, it, there's, from a, a storytelling perspective, I felt like there was things missing that could have amped up the drama of the match that would have left a, a, a better impression. The Dijak stuff, uh, that was such a huge part of motivating the match in the first place. Uh, uh, they focused on it a lot in that awesome recap package. You know, it seems maybe based on his couple appearances during the Retribution stuff, Dijak's going to be involved in that, so maybe they didn't want him involved in this too. But to have him such a focal point of the story and the build... Um, not in any way incorporate him into the potential conclusion of this story, at least the first act. It was a really missed, huge missed opportunity. It's very unlike um, NXT too. Because yeah, it is. And even even if you sorry, let me get to one point out. Even if you don't have Dijak show up, at least reference what happened there, and they didn't at all. They're really good at that. They're usually really good at that. You know, when something happens in a match, you know, prior to to start the feud or whatever. I mean, the, the best example, obviously, is Champ and Gargano. Like, every single match would reference something previous. 
Um, and you know, there were so many amazing storytelling beats and I was kind of surprised because it's, this is a, there were, there were some really cool story beats in the build. And obviously the biggest one, like you said, is Dijak. Um, and really when I say build, I also just mean sort of the story of carrying cross showing up anyways, because this is obviously a fast track. Um, and so it is weird that they didn't reference pretty much anything in this match that came before. Um, they're usually really good at that. And, and, and I didn't see that here and I'm kind of curious why, why that was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, they've, they've, oops, did I just do something? No, I think we're good. thought I just hit something on my stream anyways. Um, yeah, I was surprised about that. Usually they're really good at that kind of stuff and, uh, and we didn't see it this time. Um, yeah, I know that's kind of surprising. You know, I, I, I guess neither of us were necessarily expecting a, a five-star effort or a seven-star effort for how this main event. I mean, more than anything, we were hoping that they would tell an interesting story. Yeah. Do something within this match to establish Karrion Cross as legitimate NXT champion. And I think the bar for legitimate NXT champion is different than it would be on Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. because there's a certain level of expectation when you wrestle NXT in the main event, you're delivering four or five-star matches. That's the expectation because that's the bar they have set for us. Yeah, your camera froze. That's, that's been, you're, you're good, you're good. That's been the precedent up till now. Mm-hmm. Like it, re- it really has. Even you can even go back to like you know Sami Zayn and you know Kevin Owens. And granted, it's like you, the matches like the the Sami Zayn title win was like a fantastic match. The Kevin Owens title win was just like a ridiculous story beat. But I thought like you know because remember like Kevin Owens, I think they just stopped the match because he power bombed him so many times. Yeah. yeah. So that's a match. If you take a look at that match, that's the kind of match. Or even like Lesnar seen at SummerSlam when it was like 15 German suplexes. That's the kind of match that I think would have worked here. (laughs) Because you can do something very simple and make a guy who might not be the best wrestler in the world come off as super legit. And he still comes off as legit because he just beat Keith Lee. And Keith Lee is at another level. And he's beat all these people. And he's he's fantastic. And so like I still understand that he is going to be power ranked if you will mm-hmm. uh he's gonna be booked like he's like the super strong guy but i feel like you can t- like when somebody's wrestling or lack their lack of wrestling sort of ability acumen is exposed which i feel like carrying cross is whenever he's in the ring it makes them just feel less legitimate in my eyes anyways and again yeah you can cover that up or or, or, or hide that with violence. You can hide it with violence. And to your point, that Dijak stuff wasn't violent enough. I kind of understand it now. Because if we saw that level of violence tonight, like if he went in there and, I don't know, Scarlet distracts Keith Lee for a moment at the start, and he's able to get that Doomsday Saito, and he hits like five of those, you know, then we're then it's like, okay, wow. So he's kind of the Brock of NXT now. Which is mm-hmm. totally fine. Like it, that's yeah, totally. to, that's a totally, totally fine thing to do. It's a different thing. It's fine. I don't really need it to be a five star match, but to see the the whole targeting a body bit a body part, it just seems so wrestling one hundred and one. And it's like, yeah, you can tell a good story doing that. But like, I thought Io Shirai and Dakota Kai did a better job of telling that story earlier tonight because they were both yeah. wrestling their hearts out. Yeah, I don't really feel like cross working Lee's arm the first half of the match in any way played to the finish of it. I think I mean they tried to do that where where Keith Lee's on top and they say oh Karrion Cross hit it, 
but it wasn't like a huge. He still hit the spirit bomb, which you need. No, an like arm the finish, for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the finish, finish where where they're on top, mm-hmm. and then Cross hits Lee's arm, and that's enough for 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 Cross to go in to hit the the side to off the second rope. But I think from a drama standpoint, it just wasn't there for me. Yeah, I think it was, you know, and, and, and two things could have covered up whatever may have been lacking from a technical perspective. You had more drama to it. You had more violence to it. And you're walking away from that like, man, this cross guy, he's something else, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, he's if, if you know he's not going to be the type of guy who's going to wrestle your typical takeover main events and don't put him, put him in a position where – uh, he's got to, you know, kind of do that. Yeah. I mean, there are other examples that sort of are along the same lines right now, probably the biz- biggest example of it. And I know Bray Wyatt can put on good matches. And in fact, the LeBron match that he had, um, before oh, his the match Swamp with one. Dan- he had a match with Dana Bryan that was outstanding. It, really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a really good one. Um, yeah. So he can. That were really good. Yeah. But as the fiend, you don't need to. And more often than not, he doesn't. You know, they just make these dramatic little horror movies. Uh, or even if they're in the ring, they basically are booked like little horror movies. Mm-hmm. And and it's great because, like, it's his character. That's what he does. Like, with Karrion Cross, he could just be, like, a murderer, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, 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 <laughs> like I said, he's, he used to be a hitman for reals. Something like that. Hugo. Yeah. Hugo said that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought there was a way they could have done that. But, like, this sort of storytelling thing where you're targeting arm and then, like you said, doesn't even work in the finish. It just didn't really do it for me. And if, if people out there enjoyed it, that's great. But for me, it just didn't did do much. But at the same time, though, if, if that's the – from Cross's perspective, if his strategy or the strategy presented to him was, I'm going to work the arm, that makes sense. Keith Lee, he's a powerful wrestler. Uh, you take an arm out of the equation, then potentially that limits his, his ability to use his power moves. But again, for me, it's just, okay, you're doing arm bars, uh, Kimura stuff. I know he trains in various uh, mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Or he's, you know, he has done some mixed martial arts training, I believe, Karrion Cross has. Let's see that. Let's see him bust out some stuff. You know, the, the closest we got to that, and granted, it was just an arm breaker, but he did the thing where he jumped at Keith Lee and did the roll through into the cross arm breaker. Mm-hmm. Let's see more stuff like that. Yeah, and then have it play into why Keith Lee lost the match. You know, that's sort of the important part is if you're going to do that, it needs to be for a reason that we end up seeing, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So that's our that's our take on the main event. Let's uh, hit the rest of these matches here. Uh, kicked off with, uh, well, in the pre-show, we had Brizango versus Legato del Fantasma versus Lorcan and Birch. Brizango ended up winning uh, that match, but it was a pretty fun match. So my, my, my MVP for that match, Raul Mendoza. He had that great corkscrew, oh, that was great. plancha, whatever, and then he hit a Spanish fly. Uh, uh, so you know he's my yeah. Raul for, for a long time has been like low key, like really awesome. Oh man, terrific! And it sucks for the while. He was just jobber. He was just jobbing out to everybody. I'm happy he's in uh, a, a, a faction now that's getting some W's because he's been really good for a very dude. Long time. By far, that's their besides maybe undisputed era. That's their strongest tag team. That's the tag team that I want to see with that gold. Mm-hmm. Raul Mendoza getting that tag team gold, that'd make me really happy. That guy's been paying his dues for a while now. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Breeze Angle's getting the title shot. Breeze hits a supermodel kick on... Is it Birch? One of those guys. Yeah. It was win. nobody in Legato del Fantasma. I don't, remember, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't believe that's the case. So Breeze Angle's getting a title shot. I don't see them getting that W, however. But if perchance they do, you know, uh, they announced during the course of the show that NXT UK is resuming on September 17th, I believe. 
So if they're going to have Imperium go back there, maybe they'll drop the tag titles to Breezango, and that's a way for uh, Legado del Fantasma to pick up those bills. That'd be cool. Uh, things kicked off, though. So White Brownie here in chat says, Triple H confirmed that Karrion Cross wasn't just selling. It looked like he separated his shoulder. They're getting him an MRI. wonder if that's... Yeah, towards the end, it looked like he was holding his arm, you know, across uh, yeah. his stomach, so it looked like he was hurt. So, I mean, if he's got a separated shoulder, depending on the severity of it, uh, I mean, he might have just won the title. He could be out for a while. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Because if it's the, the AC joint up here, that's what uh, Finn hurt at SummerSlam a few years back against Seth. I mean, he did a lot of damage beyond just separating his shoulder. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Um, so I think he tore his labrum and some other things, but... Uh, now, depending on the severity of the separation, it could be pretty bad. Mm. He could be out for a while, potentially. Anyways, next, uh, the, the main card kicked off in earnest with Finn Balor versus Tim Thatcher. This was a fun match. It's always fun seeing uh, Finn Balor get to work technical because he doesn't really do it a lot. Mm -hmm, yeah, and that's the majority of this match was, uh, especially at the start, he was showcasing wrestling. Matt skills. Thatches, thatch can. I mean, catches, catch can. Finn is Finn can. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, there's like tons of submission stuff. Uh, let's see here. So at one point, this was great because they got to do the thing where Thatch has his face and his, his facial expressions are uh, no, no disrespect meant to Karrion Cross. I'm not just trying to crap on the guy because I actually, actually, I think Karrion Cross has got like the greatest promo voice right now in NXT. He's, he's a good promo. He's, he's got a, a good look. His he's packaging got a, he's is got a great charisma. I'm not trying to dump on the guy. I think um, if they in the ring, if they focus on his strengths, that it could all the, the package could all work. It really could. Yeah. Uh, so at one point Finn. Uh, so there's a lot. There's like tons of submission stuff. But at one point Finn goes for coup de gras, but he misses and he starts selling his leg. He's like, oh, I got busted my leg. And then Thatch takes a look at it. And he's just like, mm, starts chomping at the bit. Yeah. So uh, he takes advantage, gets like a heel hook. Finn is eventually able to escape, uh, hits a double stump on him, tries for the coup de gras again, hits it. 1916 Finn over. Finn over. Finn wins. I really like that match. I thought it was like a super good wrestling match. Yeah, it was a perfectly decent wrestling match. Yeah. Are we, you want to give your star ratings now or you wait to the end of the show? I gave this one three and a quarter. That's exactly what I gave it. Whoa! Too what about sweet, the opening, brother! What about the opening tag bout? What'd you give that one? Man, I didn't rate that match. I gave I it, gave it the, a three. Perfectly you, fine. It was fine. You gave it three stars? Yeah. Perfectly fine matches. I gave two stars. Yeah, I'll, oh, give totally one, I'll give that one. I'll give that one for Raul Mendoza. I'll give it three and a quarter, three, two and yeah, three quarters. Raul Mendoza alone uh, up that to at least a three-star fare. Next, we get a quick shot of Keith Lee and Mia Yim arriving at full sail. After that, Sasha and Bailey are there to take in, take over. Uh, they got all their gold with them too. Good to see you. Get used to, it or you know, enjoy it now while it lasts, because tomorrow. Yes. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Probably not going to be there. Yeah. After that, we had the uh, North American uh, title ladder match. Um, this was a very ambitious match. And uh, it was wildly, wildly entertaining. There I were some it suffered a bit from the lack of crowd, though. Oh, for sure. More for than sure. any other match on this card. This is, or in recent takeover history, for that matter. Uh, this is a match that probably suffered most because part of the give and take the 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 of, of the latter match is how the audience responds to all the madness. And yeah. that was completely lacking here. And, and I, I don't want to say it, 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 it you know, dramatically affected my reaction to things, but it did a bit. Um, that and Brunson reached it a one. Otherwise, it was fine. Yeah. I, honestly, I will say this. Honestly, I, was, I, was, I, I see what you're saying. And there, for me, there are some matches that totally, like uh, Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho, the two. That to me suffered from a lack of a crowd. Like it actually, you could tell that one would have been hot, even if that finish was wonky as hell. It was weird, that weird roll-up thing. That match, that totally. that would have been on fire. I didn't really feel that with this match because the spots were so spectacular. It's just some of the spots, like I'm used to, for example, ladders breaking. I don't think any of the ladders broke, so it just looked like everything hurt. And then there was the well, everything the, did hurt, yeah. There was the uh, oh, I'm sure they hurt regardless if they break or not, but it just a little bit more. Like when Gargano tried to power bomb Grimes, and he just sort of scraped off the side a little bit. That looked like it hurt. Sucked. Velveteen Dream going off the ladder and uh, and like straight Over the barricade through a table, yeah, <laughs> through a table was insane. Yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. That kind of stuff that got me enough to forget that the crowd was even necessary. Yeah, you no, know, I, I understand that, but uh, maybe this, this is the, the, the first example of an in arena in arena ladder match mm-hmm. without a crowd. Of course, my the bank happened at Titan Tower, so no mm-hmm. crowd would be there anyways. They made that kind of its own thing. Yeah. Um, but watching this match and knowing if crowd was there, how they would have reacted to because this, yeah, Damian Priest won. In a lot of respects, the overriding story of this match is, hey, Bronson Reed's someone to pay attention to. Mm, oh, um, yeah. He got he a, had, he got he a repackage. Most, yeah, he got a repackage. Uh, he had a couple of really spectacular spots. Uh, a couple of times he was really on the precipice of winning. So despite him not getting that belt, 
Um, it, 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 it really was another star-making performance from Bronson Reed. I guess Damian Priest's win was worth it just to see the, his picture, picture with Triple H. Oh, 100%. Man, come on. You and I both like Damian Priest. He seems we to We like have... Damian Priest. I'm, just ho- I'm hoping now they'll actually have focus for his character. Yeah. Because for a while, it's been kind of nebulous exactly what his character is supposed to be. I wonder if that's like part of his thing, though. It's like, you know, he's, keeps he's, got, on... he's got like a permanent existential crisis. Who am I? And now that he's got the title, it's like, oh, okay. The girls like me now because I've got the title. We have to talk about this just really quick. So Damien Priest ended up winning. And we'll go over some of these spots because some of them are just crazy. Damien Priest ended up winning. And afterwards, they had a great little interview with him where uh, they were like, yeah, McKenzie or whoever was like, hey, what's going yeah, what's, yeah. what's happening now? He's like, time to go party. I'm so happy with myself. And he get, he just goes right into a hot tub that's sitting right next to his car. Uh, with a couple of women in it. It was amazing. And then Triple H did the pointing picture with Damian Priest. I think I think he's back on track, man. That picture, the hot tub, everything's come together. I think he's good. I hope so, because I do like him a lot. I like Damian Priest a lot. He's like terrific, lot. dude. He's terrific. Um, but yeah, some of these spots, like uh, uh, you had mentioned Bronson Reed, real terrific. He's now colossal Bronson Reed as opposed to thick boy. I think that's a, a, a cool thing. He, his uh, ring attire uh, and his jacket, his entrance jacket, was a, a, a homage to Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, I actually thought when he came out looking like that, I was like, oh, okay, so he's he's totally going to win this now. Yeah, yeah. You know? And despite not winning, it was it was it was kind of his match to shine in mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of sure. respects. So uh, at some point during the match, Candice comes out to check on Johnny, uh, and then uh, uh, Bronson scale on the ladder after knocking Johnny off. Uh, she gets on his back. Oh, that was amazing! And so he, then he jumps off the ladder with her still on his back and splashes uh, Gargano to the mat. Um, that was a pretty crazy spot. That was terrific. Another one after that. That was pretty cool. A little bit um, earlier than that, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm veering off from what fine. you're saying. Uh, the one final beat with the ladder that Gargano hit, I think on Reed. Oh yeah, on Reed. Yeah, that was great too. Was was just fantastic. That was oh, great. it was it was Bronson Reed that pushed over the ladder that sent Velveteen Dream over yeah. the barricade through the table. Yeah. Uh, um, it was it was it was a really fun match. I, I mean, I think all told, it was a good takeover, and I don't know what it was. It just felt like it wasn't takeover hitting on all cylinders. Uh. The first two matches were very takeover. The third one was a celebrity match, and then the the women's match was totally a takeover level match. Um, and then Lee versus Cross just wasn't. So yeah, it was like three fifths of a takeover. Did I even get my numbers right there? One, two. yeah, there's five. There's five <laughs> matches on the main card. Okay, yeah. all right, just making sure. Yeah, yeah this was. yeah this is this is fun though. This is this is really fun stuff. Yeah, that that sort of weird sunset flip kind of that sucked. Power Gosh, bomb that sucked. Grimes, Grimes is so great though. God, yeah, I love he had him some so fun much. comedy bits. He pulled a ladder up from in the ring, and it was like three feet tall, <laughs> a really small ladder. And he uh, was, you know, he was being his annoying self the entire time, talking, talking trash. Uh, so like the, the entire match. Yeah, so like the finish was great. Uh, let's see here. So it showed Reed was climbing the ladder. Grimes pushed him off. He climbs. He grabs the title. Gargano goes up there. He used the title to punch Grimes. We think that Gargano has the title, and then Priest goes up there and sort of one of those gifable moment shots that they do where he just sort of emerges. They fight. They literally both have the title. Like, the title's off the hanger. They mm-hmm. have it. 
And uh, but Priest gives him two kicks. Gargano goes flying. Priest is the new champion. I gave this four and a half stars, man. Wow. I thought it was terrific. I thought it was really good. It's only a three and three quarter from me. Wow, like not even missing. four. Wow. Felt like something was missing. All right, all right. It was fine and all. Maybe if it was the crowd, it would have been over four stars. But me, it was only four and three quarters. To me, the only thing missing, uh, keeping it from five, was broken ladders. Because those ladders weren't breaking. No, they weren't. Like, you need the ladder break. Like, a Priest gave a choke slam to Reed at one point. Didn't break. Mm-mm. Power bombs Mm-mm. didn't break. Didn't break when uh, Velveteen Dream did the Death Valley Driver onto didn't break Priest when he was on the ladder. Didn't, didn't break. break. Didn't break. All right, man. Let's talk so about. So it was fine and all, but you know, it was it was okay. Yeah. Uh, next, yeah, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Uh, where do you rate Pat McAfee in terms of celebrity slash uh, athlete stepping into the pro wrestling ring? D'Angelo very... Williams set the bar. I think we could agree on that. He's terrific. That dude looks like he's an actual wrestler. Like when he was an Impact, he was great. Um, I, I rank him, I rank this match anyways, above the Stephen Amell, either of the Stephen Amell performances that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some some really impressive things that Pat McAfee did. One match with like one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, his, it, we, we mentioned the small things during this match. The, uh, the worked punches looked really good. Yeah, his worked punches looked good. They looked really good. The fact that he was it's... able to take a Panama Sunrise. I would say this, but him selling, I'm not tar- necessarily talking about his like facial reactions. Him taking the moves all look good. He didn't flub any of them. He took a backstabber. He took Panama Sunrise. He all did. Of his, all of his selling, the impact of the moves looked good, looked crisp. But then you even mentioned his, his like facial reactions to things. They were all on point. They mm-hmm. were all completely on point. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's one match with one of the best wrestlers on the world who can make everybody look good probably rehearsed plenty a million times a million times i hope they did they they should have and if they did mission accomplished because this was mm-hmm. really really good his swanton looked good so let's let's i guess we can dive into it uh he had a backstage promo before the match he had aj hawk and darius butler and the dude from a show with him uh he lists some of his accomplishments and they says uh, but this one is years of the making but it's going to be quick cuz he's going to kick Adam Cole with the strongest leg in human history <laughs> in the history of legs and the the history yeah. of humans yeah so he comes down the ring uh so when Adam Cole comes out first he gets to the ring you know says a dispute area you can go so they leave McAfee comes out with his crew um and they leave shortly thereafter or they mill about ringside uh at one point early on there's a stare down between Undisputed era Cole and then Pat and his guys, security comes down to try to break it up. And while that's all happening, Pat slips away, goes up top, hits a swanton off the top rope, which looked really good. <laughs> it looked great, yeah. It takes out everybody. Yeah. He has the advantage for the while. Hit, uh, hits a body slam on Adam Cole. I guess a one count. Um, it was, it, the, the story pretty much was McAfee would take advantage of a situation, get some offense in. Adam Cole would be like, all right, I'm the pro wrestler here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a comeback until, you know, back and forth a few times. I mean, uh, uh, the, the, probably the highlight for McAfee was he goes up top. Sorry, Adam Cole's up top. Uh, Pat's up there, too. They're kind of jockeying for position. Uh, McAfee's setting up for a superplex. Cole fights him off and pushes him off. Pat McAfee does a backflip, lands on his feet. Yeah. And then takes, like, one step forward, jumps, just like a box jump, essentially, yeah. back up to the top rope, and then hits a superplex, and it was pretty damn fluid. It looked, it legitimately looked beautiful. I mean, for that dude to take that jump, like, four, four and a half feet, whatever it is, to the top turnbuckle mm-hmm. was really impressive. That was really impressive. Um, yeah. So that was great. Uh, 
let's see here. Uh, I loved, I loved even, even the little character stuff. Like at one point, uh, Pat selling his leg or whatever is sort of like using the, the turnbuckle to hold himself up. And he looks at, at Adam Cole and says, is that all you have, you little punk? And it looked like Adam Cole wanted to laugh. Like that was the great From thing. The beginning. I would, I really wish, I really wish that. And I know we're not going to see it because these guys maybe will, maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years. But I'd love to see if there are cameras backstage to see their mm-hmm. interaction after this match, mm-hmm. because it was probably it was probably it's probably a blast to see. I think these guys really like each other because otherwise yeah, they wouldn't so be too. doing this. I think so, too. Uh, so towards the end, um, Cole's kicking McAfee a bunch in the corner. The ref comes, separates them, and that allows uh, McAfee to hit a low blow. A lariat. He punts Adam Cole. Adam Cole kicks out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, Pat goes up top, goes for double axe handle. He eats super kick. Uh, Cole's about to drop the knee pad. He's like, no, I got something else in mind. Panama Sunrise. Uh, hats off to Pat McAfee for taking the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, man. Looked and, great. Uh, Cole hits that, gets the pin. He wins. It looked, it looked great. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. What what was your star rating for this match? Uh, three and two-thirds. Oh, I'm close. I gave it three and a half. It was a lot of fun. It was I mean, a lot it of was, fun. It, it wasn't a clinic. They weren't reinventing the wheel. Dude, it moved. Dude. It moved effortlessly from bit to bit, from place to place, from story beat Nothing to story beat. Nothing was clunky about it. Yeah. yeah, Nothing was clunky about it. Nothing. Yeah, it wasn't a clinic, but it moved. It moved. It told the story, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after that, uh, we had a little bit of Drew McIntyre on commentary. Corey Graves asked him, uh, uh, "Who's your pick? You know, you're a former NXT champion. Who you got?" Keith Lee or uh, or the or carrying cross, and he said, "I'm going with Keith Lee." So he loses predictions. By the way, where's bigger? Oh, bigger! What are you doing on the ground here? I got, might... I did win. I did win predictions. I guess for uh, takeover. So that's something. You did. You won for takeover. We were counting the. Uh, we were not counting the uh, pre-show match, right? Yeah, it's a pre-show match. That doesn't matter. Even though I got that one right. Um. So yeah, we'll see tomorrow. Well, we get confidence points for everything else. This is a good. This is a good warm up for you. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, I'll probably lose tomorrow. Tomorrow so. is the big one. Yeah, I'll Ooh. probably lose that one. I'm more. I'm more concerned about having to bleach half of my hair uh, than giving this guy up. Because if you guys watch our predictions video, things are getting a little awkward here with me and Big Red. But for at least one more day, you'll see him back here. Yep. Yep. Uh, next, we had the uh, women's title match, Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. This was a fun uh, match, dude. It was fun. It took a little bit to pick up. At one point, Io does her, her handspring across the ring, and she kind of missed one of the last uh, handsprings. It looked like she landed on the front of her face. Yeah, it looked ugly. Um, like she shook her up for a little bit. Uh, this is a match kind of uh, story-wise, somewhat similar to the main event in that Dakota Kai was working over Io's arm. Actually, a lot of it was the same. In terms of the setup, I believe, uh, yeah, she rams EO into the ring, steps, starts working her arm. The main event is a ring post. Um, and so, uh, you know, EO's arm was kind of compromised through the duration of mm-hmm. the match. Despite that, she gets the win nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was, uh, there was some cool stuff here. So, uh, it took a while for Raquel Gonzalez to sort of make her presence known. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, once she did, let's see here. I got Kai going up, uh, she's in the tree of woe. Eo hits that double stomp thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. 
uh, so, uh, oh, so, 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 like Ka- so Kai hit like a dra- like a that draping uh, go to kick thing. Yeah, that EO, was cool. EO got her foot on the ropes for that one, and then yeah, go ahead with the start with the ref bump thing because that was great. Okay, so uh, Kai sends EO into the corner and the ref's there, and so EO puts on the brakes not to run to the ref cause yeah. ref bump. But while that's happening, Dakota, you know, uh, goes on her path. Bang! Hits the face wash kick on the ref, and the ref's dead weight. Just Done. dead, just he dead. Out. Yeah. Out. So uh, Dakota Kai, I believe, hits a moonsault during all that. Goes for the cover. Um, no ref though. And that's when Raquel Gonzalez hits the ring, power bombs the heck out of Io. Um, you know, puts Kai on top of her, picks up the ref, drops him right by them. He counts the pin. Io kicks out. Uh, Kai then sets up for a go to kick. Uh, Io reverses that in the cross states, but she can't lock it in all the way because her arm is jacked up. Mm-hmm. So Kai escapes, but she escapes uh, uh, right into a Kamagoye from Io. Uh, Kai rolls out of the ring, and then Io takes out her and Raquel with a moonsault off the top rope to the floor, puts Kai back in the ring, hits a moonsault for the win. Um, Raquel hits the ring, goes after Io after the bell, sets up for a powerbomb. Cue Rhea Ripley's music. She didn't do her stomp at the ramp. She just made a beeline right for the ring. Learning. We get a stare down with Raquel uh, until uh, Dakota Kai kind of grabs Raquel by the uh, by the arm and says, hey, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, that moonsault onto uh, – <laughs> I have Raquel Gonzalez listed here as Diesel because she just reminds me of Diesel. Um, yeah. That moonsault on a Diesel on the outside – Oh, was, she, looked she ate a knee or a foot. Right it looked it. To, I was surprised it didn't knock her out because man, that came hard and fast. Um, yep. So yeah, I, a solid match, man. I gave it that four stars. I did. I thought they both worked their asses off. I thought it was terrific. I thought it was pretty good. I gave it. Uh, I'll say three, three, three and three quarters. Oh, okay. All right. That was good. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, Tough critic today. Uh, no, that's that's good. Uh, so we talked extensively about Keith Lee versus Kieran Cross. Uh, so let's hear it, man. What's your star rating on that one? Well, before we get that, there's we mentioned the NXT UK return that September 17th, and they also advertised that Tommaso Ciampa. Oh yeah, we back on NXT this upcoming Wednesday. So he's evidently not in retribution. Thank you. Thank goodness. Am I jinxing it? Is he totally in retribution? No, if he's gonna be on NXT, it's not gonna be in retribution. Right. Dijak's right. in retribution. All right. I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Scramble. Let's head to Arby's. All right. Let's change some of these ropes and go to Arby's. Retribution. We got the meats. Yeah. So uh, we get a quick shot of Cesaro sitting ringside, then the Damian Priest interview, and then our main event. Um, we've some, gone through. Somebody asked, somebody asked earlier if we if we saw. Uh, who was this? I think they used some channel points on it. So I'll say, uh, oh, yeah. So who is this? Uh, principal photography says, hey, Steve's. Has, have they seen the Damian Priest Triple H point picture yet? We did talk about that, right? We mentioned that, yeah, right? Yeah, we talked about the beginning, yeah. Yeah, Triple H was at the hot tub pointing at Damian Priest. It was great. So, yeah, it uh, great. So. Uh, far from a clinic, I don't mind that it's an old-fashioned throwback type match. Granted, it's not my... I'm kind of torn because in some respects, I like some of it. Especially once Keith Lee started making this comeback, it got much more interesting. When when Karrion Cross was working over Lee's arm for like five minutes, and not necessarily doing it in the most exciting fashion, it kind of bogged things down. Once Lee started making this comeback, I thought the match got much better. Um, the finish kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Two point one two five stars. <laughs> two and a quarter. Two no, and a two quarter. And an eighth. 
Two and eight. Oh, 2.125. Wow. Yeah, 2.125. So just a scotch over two. I gave it a scotch under two. I gave it one and three quarters. It didn't, it didn't, it's got to be at least a good wrestling match. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Like with no clunkiness to get to two stars in my book. You got to have that. And dude, it just felt off. Like the actual wrestling felt like off. I feel like Karrion Cross is not the type of guy who should be running ropes, you know, <laughs> just like and that, that's not a criticism. There was that old dude. There was that old sequence that they gave each other lariats and they were like trying to go for pins. Keith Lee hits a suplex and he goes for a pin. What? It's like, I think some of this match. Yeah, maybe the performance wasn't great, but just how it was laid out. I don't necessarily feel like it played to anybody's strengths per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's that. You know? There is absolutely that. And I don't know That's how much of that falls on Cross and Lee. How much that falls on whoever is producing this match. I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of all that stuff. But you know, there is uh, apart from Keith Lee opening the match, like you know, with the chip on his shoulder, wanting to more or less avenge what happened to Dijak, and 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 that was like for Keith Lee, like his one bit of of of, of fieriness, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like there was one moment where he, he got up and kind of nosed something. I, I feel like a lot of the drama was just missing from this. Once mm-hmm. Lee got past that initial thing where it seemed like, all right, obvious, I'm out here to avenge what happened to Dijak. That from his motivation, that didn't really seem to come into play much after that. Yeah, you didn't hear a whole lot of crap talk from Karrion Cross about that either. Just from like a storytelling perspective, I felt like there was beats missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt like if those beats were in there, this match would have been much better. Yeah. Um. Again, Karrion Cross is not the type of guy who should be out there running ropes. Yeah. Period. He should yeah. be running ropes. Yeah, I agree. He should be. He, Triple H should give him the Jackson Riker direction. That by that I mean mm-hmm. you're a Terminator. They might knock you down, but you get right back up. Brock doesn't run the ropes. Mm, not very often. No. Isn't there somebody who like? I think that when we heard they will not run the ropes. Oh, maybe not. Oh, Matt Riddle. I think it was Matt Riddle. Yes, Matt Riddle. It's Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. He's, his background is MMA. Why would he run the ropes? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I feel like Karrion Cross, like they're really pushing him as, you know, having some sort of fight background, MMA background. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't run the ropes yeah, right. in, in mixed martial arts. Why should he run the ropes? Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's it for our NXT TakeOver XXX Triple X 30 review. Uh, let us know what your star ratings are in the comments below. Let us know what you guys thought about it. I mean, this is a, it's a pretty big question. You know, do you like this direction of NXT? Do you prefer? I like, you know, I understand a little bit of middle ground. I actually kind of like the idea of a middle ground. Not everything has to be a five-star mm-hmm. classic. Definitely, definitely. You can, you can mix it up. I had a wildly fun time with Pat McAfee tonight. Um, so uh, so I'm, I'm into that. I just also, I want to make sure that all, everybody can wrestle good. So uh, that's our NXT TakeOver report. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Everybody on Twitch, thanks for hanging out with us. Everybody for our YouTube live stream, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.